0: It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. We'll Red Rover on over, but the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Hello, and welcome to the Soul Amplified podcast. I'm Vanessa Grace, your host. If you are a person who has been listening to this podcast for a while, well, I'm so happy that you are back. Welcome. And if you are new, this is a place where we talk about healing codependency, using mental health and spirituality. And so sometimes you might hear a little bit more of one, and sometimes you might hear a little bit more of another, and sometimes they're kind of mixed together and it's fun like that. So I feel like I'm swooping into fall like a winner because I'm doing all the fall things right now just because of the weather, even though I didn't mean to be doing all of them. So I'm literally in pajama pants and slippers while I'm recording this. I have on a flannel, I have tea next to me. So I'm doing all of the things to help keep you warm. And I feel like I'm representing my Seattle grungy roots today from the 90s because of the flannel. So that's always a win because, well, for those of you that didn't know, I was born and raised in Seattle. Yeah. Today, we are going to talk about some definitions of family, and then we're just going to see where it's going to end up because I feel like something else is going to come out of these things I want to share with you, these concepts, and we're just going to see what the fuck is going to happen, right? It's going to be fun. So I have three or four different definitions of family in my head, and I feel like that's a really useful thing to be aware of. I really like definitions. I really like understanding words. (sighs) I'm a big reader, and so I really like understanding concepts, and you guys know I'm a deep thinker. So I just wanted to I don't know, bequeath some of this knowledge to you and maybe you already have it and that is awesome. But if you don't, this is gonna be really good. So first wanted to talk about the concept of chosen family. So we have family that we're born with or the family that raises us and sometimes things happen in life where we don't feel like we can stay connected to the family that raised us and that sometimes... They don't love us in the way that we need to be loved or they can't fully accept the way that we are. And so chosen family is the term that came about to help describe these people that love us like family for who we are exactly the way that we want to be loved. And I feel like as we're entering this season of this expectation of family togetherness that we need to talk about family so that you guys can be ready to make the decisions and choices that you want to make about how you're going to spend your time over these next couple months if those holidays and surrounding events are part of something that you do in your life. So chosen family, I feel like is so beautiful because it's allowing you to give the name family to the people that feel like your true family and it's allowing yourself to to pick the people that you're going to consider family and have them be close to you and they really do feel like family this chosen family they show up for you the way that you wish family would show up for you and they they actually do it they're there for you in the good times they're there for you in the hard times and of course people are people and everyone makes mistakes and everybody has days where they don't have the energy or the bandwidth or the resources. So I'm not trying to indicate that chosen family is always perfect. I'm just saying that they're together and chosen family works things out. So just be aware that maybe some people in your life are actually your chosen family. And I mean, the definition that I just gave of this kind of indicates that the family of origin isn't really who you need them to be for you, but you can have chosen family, I believe, and have a healthy relationship with your, your family that you were born into. Um, I mean, the name came out of needing to find a new group of people to feel like family with because you didn't feel like you had a family, But sometimes families just get bigger and new people just get included, right? So that's what chosen family is. So who is the chosen family in your life? If you have those people, do you need some chosen family? Are you looking for somebody? Set that intention or somebody's set that intention that you need a chosen family and put yourself in situations where you can find them. So now let's talk about um, a couple other definitions of family. So the first one I want to talk about is family of origin. So family of origin is the family that you biologically originated from. And when we're talking about uh, family, and honestly, these terms are all from social work and probably some psychology stuff. But I learned them when I was in school for social work but I feel like they're useful for everybody to be aware of. So you can talk about your family of origin as the family that you were birthed into. So that's your parents and your siblings. And sometimes that can get really complicated if there's multiple marriages and divorces or people who never got married but made children together or there's lots of step-siblings and half-siblings. Like this can get really confusing. And so... Yes, while family of origin includes biology, I also feel like there's an element of it that can be the people that you were raised with. If you remember my episode on sibling birth order, gosh, that was maybe a year ago now. I don't really remember. Sorry, I can't tell you the number, (laughs) but it was a while ago, many, many months ago. Um, You know, there was a lot of how do we tell um, birth order When there's a bunch of siblings, but they weren't necessarily raised together. And, you know, I answer those questions in the sibling birth order um, podcast episode. But really, your birth order and the traits that you're going to have are going to be determined by who you lived with and what your birth order was up until the age of five. Because that's the biological um, and neurological age range that's affected by who you're living with. Anyway, now I've gone off into the weeds again. But um, so family of origin, for some of you, may be dicey to try and figure out because it's not super clear cut because there are so many uh, diverse family uh, groups out there and how they were pulled together, right? And then within family of origin, um, there's also the component of adoption. So there's birth parents and there are adoptive parents. Now, when you're just talking about family and parents in everyday life, your adoptive parents are just your parents. That's just the way it is. And they can be your family of origin because that's who raised you, right? Because family of origin is also who who raised you. What house were you in, right? Right or apartment or whatever, what home you were you in? Um, but if you're getting into like family trees and biology and inherited traits and really understanding your genetic roots, but also your social emotional roots, um, understanding as much as you can about your birth parent family tree might be really significant. And so if there's adoption, that's part of your you know, growing up story, that's important to just be aware of. And obviously all adopted people know that, Um, but for family of origin. And so that's just how family of origin um, can, can get dicey. But the intention of it is the family that you were birthed into and raised into. But if you want to consider your family of origin, just a segment of that, because that's the people that raised you most of the time, I get it. And then there's also people who were raised in the foster care system who were never adopted. Um, Sometimes people age out of the foster care system, and that means that they were in it for a period of time, but they were in it long enough that they turned 18 and became a legal adult while in the foster care system. And so it may be hard for them to identify a family of origin. Maybe they consider it the family that they were birthed into, even though they didn't stay with them until they were 18. Maybe they were raised by just one foster care family the entire time they were in foster care and aged out of the foster care system from that one family. Um, And then maybe they would consider that foster family their family of origin and their true family. Maybe they didn't even use the word um, foster you know, foster parent, foster child in that family, because they were so close, like they were adopted, but they just didn't go through with the legal process for whatever reason. So there's just a lot of nuances that can happen in family of origin, as you're hearing me talk about this. Um, And just be aware of those nuances as we're entering this holiday season of Everyone's supposed to be like all those commercials on TV of like happy families with turkeys and hams or, you know, whatever, uh, vegan and vegetarian alternatives families want to do. Um, not all families are like that and that's okay. We all have stuff. We all have stuff. I mean, even the families who are pulling off the holidays that look like commercials, emotionally, it's not necessarily a commercial It might look really trendy in terms of like having all the newest stuff or the best dinner by whoever's definition is of the best dinner, but that doesn't mean that everything's emotionally lined up. Everybody has stuff, including people with beautiful holiday spreads. So just know that your family is in whatever growth phase your family is in. And if you need to be aware of your own needs when you enter with your family around the holiday, or if you're going to enter with your family around the holiday, holidays, um, that is just fine and dandy. And you know that I support you with that. Um, I'm gonna be talking more about family over the next couple months. And so stay tuned to hear more. Uh, and don't worry, I'm not wrapping up the, this episode yet. I'm just saying that I'm going to be talking about some of these things that people need to know for the holidays over the next couple months so that you can be pondering and be getting yourself ready for what choices you want to be making. Um, Okay, so I've done chosen family and I've done family of origin, and now I'm going to talk about the family of procreation. So, of course, procreation means making little ones, having babies. So family of procreation in the world of social work and and probably other um, helping professions as well. Family of procreation basically means the family that you that you, you know either have a partner or you get married and then you make children. And of course, family of procreation, I think, is pigeonholing people into you have to have kids, and that's not what it's about. Family of procreation, that definition just means the family that you choose in terms of who you're going to partner with, and then if you choose to have children or adopt children, or you're going to have pets as children, or you're not going to have any children, whatever your combination is, um, that that's the family that you chose to make as an adult. And so it's a way, all of these different terminologies, chosen family, family of origin, family of procreation, are ways to quickly understand when you say the word family, who do you mean? And maybe these are just terminologies that you start to use within yourself when you're talking to yourself or when you're journaling. Um, because maybe you don't mean your family of procreation when you're making a comment about your family of origin or vice versa. And so, if you really want to up the ante, you could have your loved ones that you want to be included in this knowledge, listen to this episode, or just simply explain to them in a couple minutes what all of these different terms mean so that you can use them together. And if you're on a healing journey and there are people that you are including in that healing journey, um, support people. Of course, your therapist is already going to know these terms. Your Your life coach might not know these terms depending on the kind of training that they've had. And then um, maybe your your primary support people. It would it might be useful for your primary support people, such as a spouse or a friend. So the people in your personal life, to know these terms if you if you're going to start using them, because then the conversation is just more fluid and it kind of deepens it a little bit more. So. These are the things that I really wanted you to know about so that you can begin to articulate yourself to yourself more. And when you can articulate yourself to yourself more, it deepens your own personal awareness. And that's when you start to have aha moments. I had a great aha moment this morning. I was doing a meditation and my inner child came up having a fear And she didn't want something to happen because of a childhood. Children understand things differently than adults do. They have the limited child perspective. And so oftentimes our inner child will get stuck at a certain place in development inside of us. And they can't move forward. And it blocks us as adults from moving forward. So I was in a meditative state having a conversation with her. And because I understand these concepts about inner child and how to work with her and meditation and allowing uh, personal insights to bubble up from my subconscious, I had some insights bubble up from my subconscious. And I was like, oh, I had never thought of that connection with this specific thing that we were working on before. Wow, that's a really good insight, and I had I've done lots of work around this topic that I was meditating on and that I was connecting with my inner child on, and both my inner child and myself, when this insight bubbled up from my subconscious, were kind of like whoa. Well, neither of us saw that coming, and then I was able to do some emotional freedom technique tapping with myself, um, and some other methods to just help myself work through it, and so. When you just have definitions and when you understand human development or when you understand human psychology is just a little bit more, it can help you get closer to making the kind of breakthroughs that I was able to have this morning with myself simply because I understand myself more through all of these different lenses. And this is just another lens, another tool for you to use while healing yourself, albeit it's... um, It's kind of simple, but I feel like it's really powerful. So that's what I have for you today. Keep in mind that the retreat slash event is still happening November 2nd from 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific. And of course, that event is the Women's Secret Guidebook to Life, her menstrual cycle. I'm really excited to have moved it online. And I'm hopeful that you're going to be able to be there and soak up all of this information about how to live and flow with your cycle to help reduce stress and period pain and kind of life pain. Like it really does transform you and how you think about, um, what you're doing with your time when you understand these cycles and how to live in sync with them. To register, you can visit soulamplified.org secrets to your cycle. So, my dear, I'm hoping that you are well. I wish you many blessings and many insights. And I hope that you are working on yourself when you have the energy. My dear, go be amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get Amplified!